the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, from the rooftop of the Rockies, it's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn. Third hour, Backbone Radio. Glad you're here this February 11, 2024. Yes, it's a Taylor Swift Super Bowl, but I don't know why. I just... I personally just do not have interest in it. I just don't, and I can't seem to force myself to get interested in the Super Bowl. And I'm glad we can be here and share these thoughts, and I've had so many callers and text the studio with the same viewpoint. And nothing against people that are watching the Super Bowl and all that, and wondering whether Taylor Swift made it in from Japan to be there. But, uh, you know, that's okay. I, I just I just am not interested. And so that's just where I come down on it all. <laughs> and you just kind of have to laugh a bit. But I, I wanted to talk just for a moment about puppet power, the power of puppetry. And one thing I have noticed in American politics is there's an awful lot of puppets around. There's a lot of puppet people inhabiting different offices and different positions. And the real power people in this country, I submit to you, are behind the scenes pulling the strings of the puppets. I think that's how it works. I think that's what Joe Biden is, is he is a puppet. He's a puppet for more powerful people behind him, okay? I think that's how he got in there. That's how he got, quote, elected, end quote, 81 million votes. Yeah, whatever. Nobody believes that, by the way. Well, maybe a few do, but they're not here right now. They're off watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> so you think about, okay, Joe Biden, is that a puppet or is he really running the country? No, that's a puppet. All right. And um, he's got dementia. We've been talking about this. He's sundowning. Democrats are in a tight spot right now. How are they going to get him through to November? It was hard enough to get him through to November in 2020. Now, Kamala Harris, do you think that's a puppet? Or do you think that's somebody who's really actively engaged in running this country? Kamala Harris. You think you just fell out of a coconut tree? <laughs> yeah, um, that's the vice president. I mean, that is a puppet, too. Okay. And I began to realize this when... Um, Robert Mueller was running that Mueller investigation into Trump, into the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. And you saw this picture of Mueller, and, you know, you thought, okay, Mueller's like this strong FBI agent guy. And then he came out to do that, that press conference at the end, or that, that talk before Congress at the end of the Mueller investigation, and you realized he had no clue what in the hell he was talking about. He was clueless, and he was stammering and stuttering, and also some kind of, like, dementia going on with Mueller. That's a few years ago now. These people are puppets. Everywhere you look, I think, so many of these people are puppets. And the strings remain the same 
behind-the-scenes strings, but yet the puppets are the ones dancing on stage and dancing to the tune that the people with the money, the billionaires, the people behind them, the deep state, the intel agencies, are telling them and choreographing and making sure that, hey, the reason that we have you here as this puppet is to do X, Y, and Z. We want the wide open border. We want the woke military. We want men and women's sports and all the rest of the crap, right? Puppets. Now, Donald Trump, of course, is not at all a puppet, and that's why the puppet string pullers are afraid of Donald Trump, because he's nobody's puppet, ladies and gentlemen. The deep state uh, is advantaged by having um, offices inhabited by puppets in which the office doesn't really matter, if that makes sense. Um, When you have like an administrative state and a deep state and bureaucrats, billionaires behind the scenes, if you can have it so that the office of the presidency is neutered and you can have Congress neutered, maybe you could have the Supreme Court neutered, then yes, this amorphous blob of a deep state gains power, gains benefit from doing that, from having that kind of arrangement which, of course, is unconstitutional. But they're, they're trying to do that, right? They're trying to neuter the presidency, and, like, Trump does not have immunity, right, is what they're trying to say. That would totally neuter the presidency and make that, you know, forevermore you have a president, no, it's just a puppet, kind of like Joe Biden has been. But it gets to the point here where it is all backfiring. And let, let me play this Obama clip where Obama was asked, about, hey, would you like to have a third term in office? And Obama says, no, 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 I, I wouldn't want to do that. But, but maybe I could have a puppet out there, and I could be down in my basement wearing my, my sweatshirt and uh, actually running the show. Huh, what do you think of that? And could, could that be what has been happening here in this country for how long? And where did I hide that clip, um, Matt? And it's in here somewhere. Oh, yeah, here it is. The, this this is kind of significant, ladies and gentlemen. This is very significant. Where's I? There it is. People would ask me, knowing what you know now, do you wish like you had a, sec, a, a third term? Um, and I, I used to say, you know what? If, if I could make an arrangement where um, I had, a, I had a, a stand-in, a front man or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats mm-hmm. looking through the stuff, and then I could sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony. Wow. I, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, he'd be fine with that. Hmm. Or if he could have some kind of a front man, where if he could have some kind of a puppet out there... He'd be fine with that. He could actually be running the show wearing his sweatpants. But the thing about this is, is what uh, Obama is a puppet too, ladies and gentlemen. uh, Obama is not that smart. He's not that talented. He's not that good. But he was a pretty good puppet, a lot better puppet than Joe Biden. That's the question is, what, what do you do when the puppet gets dementia in this case? You see, oh, is the whole thing backfiring on them? You choose the wrong puppet. Dan- Fanny Willis down in Georgia. Oh, they got that puppet down there. Coordinating with the Biden White House, all those meetings with the Biden White House. And, oh, that puppet was having this illicit affair, which apparently she's lied about, not been forthright about. She was having an affair with Nathan Wade before she admitted she was. And she was having an affair with him. He was, like, staying over at her house before he was brought on to join Fanny Willis on 
this prosecution of Donald Trump case, oh, it's so interesting. Fannie Willis is a gift that keeps on giving. That's another puppet, Fannie Willis. And the rest of the prosecutions on Trump, that's coordinated. Coordinated by, you know, Mary McCord and Andrew Weissman and a few other people in there running that deal, trying to throw Donald Trump in jail the rest of his life. They work, they pull the strings. Once you start to understand that about how the string pullers and how the the people of the front men are, are actual puppets... It kind of occurs to you that uh, it's an important way to understand things. And let, let's just hear Obama say that again. People would ask me, knowing what you know now, do you wish like you had a, sec- a, a third term? Um, and I, I used to say, you know what, if, if I could make an arrangement where... An arrangement. Um, I had, a, I had a, a stand-in, a front man or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats mm-hmm. looking through the stuff, and then I could sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony. Uh, yeah, a stand-in, a front man with an earpiece in. Oh, an earpiece in. You think Biden has an earpiece in when he goes on to those debates that he did? He barely made it through back in 2020. <laughs> Stand in a front man, a puppet, puppet power. The real people in power, they would never bother with elections and having to deal with, like, people and voters. Oh, Donald Trump does. He thrives on it. He loves that. But the real power people, oh, they, they think that people are disgusting and revolting. Oh, ew, I wouldn't want to have to deal with people on stuff. No, no, the people are just an obstacle and a nuisance to the real power people. But here's where we're going next, is what if it all starts to backfire? What if it all starts to fall apart on them? What if you start to see through the puppetry? What if the puppet starts malfunctioning? What if the puppet gets dementia? What if the puppet has all these Fanny Willis problems one after another? And what if Donald Trump just doesn't give up and keeps coming at you and is poised to win again in 2024. All right, let's pick this up. Hang on. On your radio, smartphone, or smart speaker, News Talk 710, KNUS. Country music singers have always been a real close family. But lately, some of my kinfolk have disowned a few others in me. I guess it's because I kind of changed my direction. Lord, I guess I went and broke the family tradition. There we go. Hank Jr. And I'll tell you, football was cooler when there was a lot of Hank Jr. going on around football. You want my opinion? When they canceled Hank, I was like, hmm. But then they did bring him back, right? He's back, isn't he? But when they canceled Hank, I was like, oh, man, I'm not I'm not down with that even one little bit. And by the way, uh, I, I was intrigued, Blake, that you had your Amish face. Let, let's let's go be Amish somewhere. What do you say, Blake? Let's just go to a farm, milk the cows and be Amish, you know, get rid of the devices. No more phones, no more TV, no more screens. That could be where it's at. I don't know. You down with that? Mall for the Amish life. Yeah. 
Like an Amish paradise, really. Amish paradise. I think that they maybe they're doing it right. I always say that one of these days, I'm up to just heading out and being Amish somewhere, learning how to speak. What's what's their dialect? It's a it's a branch of German. Cajun, right? Uh, no, no, that's a different state. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have beat about a goat. At any rate, the evil empire crumbling, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's what they're facing right now. Is they're doing all the lawfare against Trump, the Fannie Willis kind of stuff. It's not working. They're trying to get Biden out there and pretend like he doesn't have dementia. That is not working. And Trump is clobbering Biden in the national polls. They're trying to feed a little bit of billionaire money to Nikki Haley. That's not going anywhere. Trump drawn crowds everywhere he goes. Astounding, astounding crowds, loving crowds, USA kind of crowds. Everywhere the man goes. <laughs> I'll tell you. The crowd just roars, South Carolina. And this November, we're going to win the White House and we're going to take back our country. We're going to take it back. Terrible. You hear that crowd? Terrible. What's been happening? They see it coming, ladies and gentlemen. They see it coming. But the whole master strategy, the evil empire had to take down Trump. They threw everything at him, the hoaxes. The Mueller crap, the Russia, Russia stuff, the impeachments, the manufactured, curated J6 stuff. Yeah, who put those pipe bombs there? Yeah, we know who. <laughs> they did everything. They threw everything at him. And he just keeps on coming back and he keeps on getting more and more popular. And then you get four years of Joe Biden, the puppet, wrecking the country, wrecking the economy. Couple of wars going on. All of the absolute anti-nature mayhem in the culture. And people look back and they're like, oh, man, that Trump. See, the whole evil empire plan is crumbling. People seeing through the propaganda. More millions upon millions of us are seeing through the propaganda. They're not buying it. The credibility of the mainstream media is shot right now. You got Elon Musk having bought Twitter you can have a free speech platform. Tucker Carlson, they try to can him from Fox, but he shows up at Twitter, and he is getting, on this Putin interview, 193 million views, and he used to get like 5 million on a good night at Fox News. Tucker is making the all things mainstream media look microscopic right now. you got a free speech platform. The rulers, the evil empire, they depended upon their ability to censor you and shut down your voice. And now they just don't have that as much. In the in the Elon Musk era era of Twitter, Elon needs to do better still, but he's he's doing a hell of a lot better than it was under Jack Dorsey and the FBI running that show. <laughs> you see how the whole thing can backfire. You see how the whole thing can fall apart. But with this four-year interval, yeah, they rigged the 2020 deal. Everybody knows that. There's a lot of people that pretend like, no, that wasn't rigged. But deep down, I think people know it, and you're not allowed to say it. You're not allowed to talk about it. And so I, I just lightly mention that, that in the Molly Hemingway sense, if you look at her book, Rigged. So they threw everything they had. They had to get rid of this present problem. They had to get rid of their Trump problem. The evil empire did because they can't have an America firster in there. They can't have a non-puppet in there. They can't have somebody in there that they don't own and operate and control. 
So they gave it their best shot. But then the Obama master plan there, and he's a puppet too, but hey, okay, let's get a front man. Let's, let's get a stand-in. Let's get somebody up there with an earpiece and do the ceremony stuff. And then they blow it. They blow it. The American people can't stand it, don't like it, don't trust it, don't trust the media. Now they have an outlet for free speech. Donald Trump winning in all the polls, showing up everywhere to huge crowds. They see the writing on the wall, folks. And Biden goes out there and does that presser. Oh, you know, okay. Disaster. Yeah. One flub after another. They can't conceal the dementia anymore very well. And now, again, you can't underestimate. You have a free speech place where you can talk about this stuff. It's happening. So what are they going to do? Switch out Biden, bring in somebody else? Who are they going to bring in? How's that going to work? That's a real risky move there. They might try and do it, but, oh, that's risky, folks. I think they're looking at the end of the road here, and I, I, I don't think they're seeing a way out. I mean, the lawfare is failing, the hoaxes are failing, the me- media is not trusted. They don't really have somebody on the bench they could just substitute in there, do they? Is there someone? I mean, who, does you know anybody that would just suddenly show up and, like, have a bigger bond with the American people? Yeah, they're going to propagandize against Trump, and yeah, maybe they'll try to like get World War III going. Maybe they'll try to install martial law. Maybe they'll try to change the way we vote again. Maybe they'll go crazy on more and more mail-in ballots. Yeah, maybe they'll try to legalize millions of illegal aliens to allow them to vote, or at least get a vote sent in in their name, somehow try to make that legal. But even all of that, I, 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 we might be beyond the margin of cheating, the, the margin of fraud here, folks. I think the evil empire is uh, running out of gas. The wheels are falling off of that car. And boy, they were panicky this week when Biden did that press conference. Oh, they're trying. They're, they're, oh, they're panicky. Make no mistake. More on this in a moment. Brian in Arvada is here. Howdy, Brian. What's happening, sir? Mr. Don. Yeah, they're, they're reaching beyond the uh, margin, uh, you know, of cheating. It's over for him. I mean, even Zuckerberg with all his, you know, unmonitored drop boxes, it's not going to work out this time for him. I think they're seeing it. So, I think they're feeling it, man. I think you're on it, Brian. Let's yeah, watch this the play. the road's over. Well, tonight, you know, they were still hoping, you know, oh, that Kelsey guy, Mr. Vaccine Boy, and then Taylor, oh, I love Biden, he's amazing. No, that ain't even working out because tonight, that Kelsey guy, he attacks the coach, dude. What a legend. Andy Reid, he actually went up and got in his face and bumped him. I mean, he had another roid rage. I mean, the whole thing's over. It's done. They're little propagandas. It's a done deal. It's just kind of going one way for them, and they keep looking for this or that, and they keep trying to pull another stunt, and they keep getting rebuffed, Brian. And they're feeling it. And we got to keep rolling. Trump just stomped right through that primary, and Nikki's still hanging on, destroying her own brand. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this is where the rubber's beating the road. They're going to be desperate. A lot of these behind-the-scenes uh, string pullers are going to be desperate, so they're going to have some stunts along the way, and who knows what they'll be. 
Yeah, we got to expect the unexpected. You're right there. They're going to try to pull something off here because there's a lot of money involved, even with the deep state trillions. Republicans. You know, trillions so, yeah. of dollars, man. Not yeah, you, you, exaggerating. You look at one eye. What's his name? The guy with the patch. It's always running his mouth. That wanted to pass that border. Yeah, bill. we call him Crenshaw. I, yeah, Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw. I patch McCain. Yeah, he's yeah. going no, nowhere. No, they're done. <laughs> and they're we're finished. we're going to enjoy this, man. It's been a lot of work to get to this point. It has been. A lot of people are starting to say, you know, I've had people that hated Trump's attitude. Now that. Listen to podcasts of Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn at 710knus.com. Yeah, it is a Taylor Swift song. We're playing it. You need to calm down, says Taylor Swift, on this Taylor Swift Super Bowl Sunday. I'm playing this for my 12-year-old daughter, who claims to be a Swifty and wants Daddy to say nice things about Taylor Swift, which I always do. She's harmless. Harmless. I'm just saying that if she endorses Joe Biden, she's going to make herself uncool and less cool, and I don't think she could handle that. Just my opinion. But we've been talking about the evil empire, the whole deep state plan, and how it's unraveling. The worm is turning, ladies and gentlemen. Millions upon millions of us are waking up, waking up, staying free, wanting to be free, looking at what these people have done to this country. You looked at wide open border, no thank you. And the rest of it, no thank you. It's just a disaster. People are walking around feeling like America is going the wrong direction. Something like approaching 80% of the American people think we're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> and those kind of numbers, I mean, imagine how much suffering in our democracy to have the members, the inhabitants of our democracy going around thinking that we're going in the wrong direction all the time. We're losing this place. The place is just awful, becoming a mess. The tide is rolling out. Dover Beach, the great poem by Matthew Arnold. Let me just read the first stanza. It's about the tide rolling out. The sea is calm tonight. The tide is full. The moon lies fair upon the straits. On the French coast, the light gleams and is gone. The cliffs of England stand, glimmering and vast, out in the tranquil bay. Come to the window, sweet is the night air. Only from the long line of spray, where the sea meets the moon-blanched land, listen, you hear the grating roar of pebbles which the waves draw back and fling at their return up the high strand. Begin and cease, and then again begin, with tremulous cadence slow, and bring the eternal note of sadness in. Oh, yeah. The tide is rolling out on the ruling class. The tide is rolling out on the evil empire. They know it. They feel it. Millions of us are waking up. The propagandists are getting dwarfed by Tucker Carlson, who they tried to fire and get rid of. 
He's got 193 million views of his interview with Putin, and our mainstream media thinks it's abhorrent that a mainstream that that that, that somebody would interview Putin, even though Megyn Kelly interviewed Putin. There's dozens of American journalists who have interviewed people like Fidel Castro and Putin and go down the list, right? Why don't they want us to hear the other side of that? You see, it's because they're propagandists. We're living in a gulag. They don't want anybody breaking out of the gulag. But guess what? We are breaking out of the gulag. You can just get a handful of people who say no to the gulag. Put it all on the line. Risk it. Keep going. Perseverance. Oh, we're knocking on that door. Or as Michael Caine said from hour two, that chair is in your way. Smash that thing. Smash that thing. Smashing down the door to the gulag, ladies and gentlemen. And you you know what that sounds like? Do do you know what it sounds like when you're knocking down the door to the gulag? It sounds like a lot like this. And this November, we're going to win the White House and we're going to take back our country. We're going to take it back. Terrible. They hear it. What's been happening? It is terrible. And we're all walking around knowing it's been terrible, and we're starting to wake up and see through it, you know. From the very first day that we take back the White House from crooked Joe Biden, who I believe, and I believe this strongly, we're going to have the four greatest years in the history of our country, and frankly, we have... That's Trump in South Carolina yesterday. Overflow, packed house, raucous, loving, warm, happy crowd... And the overflow crowd outside, Trump had to go give another speech to them. There is more spirit now than there was in 2016 or 2020. I just want to thank everybody. So, I'm going in to make a speech. You can watch it out here, but I'm coming back and we're going to make one where everybody can get in. We'll get the biggest arena or the biggest piece of land that will take over an airport or something. And again, that's the overflow crowd. Nikki Haley comes to her home state, South Carolina. She's got 11 people standing there waiting for her. Gave a little speech to like 30 or 40. Some callers said maybe 50 people at most. What a joke. Trump is 60 points ahead of, of neocon Nikki in the primary, but the Democrat billionaire is still sending money to Nikki and... Carville says, yeah, it's a good day. Every day Nikki stays in the race. hibbity bobbity Whoa, the Cajun guy. Now, Trump did take a moment to say something. This is in Pennsylvania a couple of days ago about Fonnie Willis. Oh, the puppet Fonnie Willis. Talking about puppets again. This has never happened in our country before. And the local DAs are part of it. And the attorney generals are all a part of it. You saw what happened in Atlanta with Fonnie F-A-N-I, Fani. How do you pronounce F-A-N-I, Fani? They interviewed her. Or I would never have an affair with anybody in my office. Well, she had an affair. And they paid the guy almost a million dollars. Yeah, and she was having an affair with that Nathan Wade before she brought him in to be the prosecutor to go after Trump. Oh, 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 man, is that bad. Oh, that's bad. It's just, see, the whole puppet thing, gosh, nothing's working for these people. Nothing is even working. And Harry Littman, who is formerly involved in the DOJ, he actually comes out and says the quiet part out loud that, oh, gosh, yeah, outside attorneys were in there helping 
were in there helping Fannie Willis with the case. Oh, uh, yeah, the writing's been been splendid, no, notably so. This 176-page motion actually got an assist. We don't know. I, I don't know exactly who it was, but there have been some outside lawyers who've been joining the cause. You oh. know, we have it's oh. just, everything is so different, and they're in a fishbowl. But that includes then people who oh outside lawyers quote outside lawyers are helping out funny funny Willis writing the stuff for her writing the stuff for the puppet while she's off traveling with Nathan Wade having the affair she said she was never going to have an affair but she had an affair oh Donald Trump nobody's better at delivering comedy Co- Trump is a better comedian than our comedians than our stand up comics these days. That whole case, they're wearing it around their ankles. And that's what happens. You try to build these Potemkin villages, and you got to get the prop. The propaganda just, just fades away. It falls apart. There's nothing left of it. After all is said and done, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And that special counsel, her, that Biden is mentally incompetent. That's kind of a funny one. The special counsel's report tries to let Biden off by claiming that he is too mentally incompetent to convict at a trial. But if Joe Biden is not fit to charge, they're not going to charge him with a crime, but it's okay for him to become commander in chief. Think of that one. Thank you, that one. (laughs) You know, we always talk about the double standard and how the law, the law treats Republicans one way. And Democrats another way. And they're, they're trying to, uh, I mean, they're having to face, okay, we're not going to charge Biden for the classified documents that were in his garage, hastily strewn about in the most sloppy fashion. But we, we are going to charge Trump on this when they had him in a perfectly manicured, organized suite at Mar-a-Lago, protected by uh, government agents, right? And how do you explain that one away? Uh, oh, not very easily. Trump in Pennsylvania. If Biden is not going to be charged, he said, that's up to them. You know, look, if he's not going to be charged, that's up to them. But then I should not be charged. This is nothing more than selective persecution of Biden's political opponent, me. That's how it works. And you know what? There's enough folks waking up and seeing this for exactly what it is, ladies and gentlemen. And can't you feel that? I know that they can feel that there. They can feel that there in the in the mainstream media. They can feel that tide rolling out. That tide rolling out, bringing that eternal note of sadness in. They're facing that, and they can feel that. And so, well, you know, again... They hit that point of desperation. They will never willingly let go of power. That's just not what they do. But the thing is, is they're just going to have to do it unwillingly. They're just going to be defeated here. And again, we're all wondering, what's the deep state going to do? Could there be an assassination of Trump plot out there? And I don't like to talk about it much, but it's got to be out there. I mean, what are they going to do? Trump is irreplaceable. There's no denying that. But that would backfire so bigly on them. We'd know exactly where to look, at what people to look for, if such were to happen. Kind of like we know where to look. Like outside lawyers helping Fonnie Willis, Andrew Weissman, Mary McCord. We know exactly where to look. They've outed themselves. The deep state has outed itself 
And the mainstream media now admits the deep state does exist. Oh, yeah. Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn on Denver's local talk leader, News Talk 710 KNUS. Well, friends, that's Uncle Eggie McEwen in the background there, pouring his accordion. That means it's him times, neighbors, and tonight we dug way back and picked one of the old-time sacred songs, one of the first ones that I was ever taught. I'm going to ask little Jimmy Dickens to come out and join in with me, and we'd like to do this for you as a duet, one I'm sure that most of you folks will remember, the old country church. That was mother we went and our son did we spend with our friends at the old country church. Precious years of memory, oh what joy. And that could be my all-time favorite sacred song that we like to play, the last song of every show on Backbone Radio every Sunday night, 4 to 7 p.m., 7, 10 a.m., KNUS, Salem, Denver, and Hank Sr. We started the hour with a little Hank Jr., now we go back to the true genius, Hank Sr., the old country church. As we just keep having more fun on the Taylor Swift Super Bowl night. And that's little Jimmy Dickens they brought up to sing with him. And yes, he was little. You can look up about little Jimmy Dickens and he was a tiny one. Nothing wrong with that. Being a little bit short of stature when you can harmonize with Hank like that. But maybe that's kind of what we are around here. We're kind of like the old country church. That was the whole number, wasn't it? I believe that was live at the Grand Ole Opry sometime in the 1940s, I believe. At any rate, wanted to get just another thing or two in. We talk about staying free. We want to stay free, seeing through it. Seeing through the Matrix, folks. How many shows have we done about that? And, oh, gosh, you just start feeling like people are seeing through it. Another voice they tried to shut up was this Russell Brand guy. They tried to shut him up. And he's been saying the stuff that we've been saying. His eyes are open. And I just wanted to bring this one back because it's such an important clip. Let's hear this one. Hope you didn't miss this last week. But I had to bring it back again because I... I kind of stepped all over it, but here it is, Russell Brand talking about waking up. Terrifies me to contemplate, Tucker, that people like Alex Jones and in our country, David Icke, who, aside from some views that are impossible to corroborate around quite occultist and, shall we call them, marginal ideas, difficult to corroborate yeah. ideas, 
When it comes to the subject of globalization and the increasing authoritarianization of our planet, appear to have been ahead of the curve. You can see them 20, 30 years ago saying yeah. the, the empowerment of NATO, the empowerment of world banks and the WHO, like this is extraordinary. And it seems to me that the disempowerment of ordinary people, the condemnation, the demoralization of the public to create people that just are weary and broken and is, if not enslaved, then so dependent it amounts to a form of slavery, cannot be inadvertent. It seems to be a denial of something fundamental that I, in my language, I would call spirit, the, the right to be who you are that there isn't something fundamentally ugly or wrong with you, that you are allowed to be who you are. And I see that as a universal principle that will be applied all the way from the left to the right across various yes. ways that people claim their individual identity now. It seems to me that, yes, that if you start to attack those pivotal infrastructural roles, I was struck when speaking to some of the people that you work with, man that, you know, um, that's been a cop for 26 years in New Jersey, 35 years yeah. in the security first services. Like These are people that give their lives for a country so to tell those people that your country doesn't mean anything or to alter the meaning of what a nation is or alter what your contribution has been it seems to be about a kind of disorientation and it's difficult actually sometimes the reason i mentioned at the beginning of this rather caroming answer figures that are broadly condemned as conspiracy theorists but then aren't we all these days is the reason i mentioned them is because they talk specifically about ideas to do with spirituality morality and ethics and it's hard for someone like me to consider that the goals of this global establishment are anything other than power, finance, dominion. But when you talk about this loathing of nature, whether that's human nature or botany or the great expanse, yes. it's difficult yes. to think that there isn't something dark yes! at its core. And that is why I'm using that phrase evil empire. There is something dark about these people. The, the string pullers, the people who are controlling the marionettes, running the puppets, ladies and gentlemen. There is something incredibly dark about these people. You know, there's always that lust for power. People want more power, but when it becomes your obsession and you go too far with it and then you can't let it go and there's nothing you won't do for more and more power, they actually have been trying to destroy this place in order to hang on these bitter clingers to the power. And there is a great darkness in that. We are in an age of spiritual warfare, ladies and gentlemen. But they are feeling that tide rolling out on them. It is rolling straight out on them. And, oh, I just closed the text-to-studio thing again. There's all these buttons here. And I hit the refresh button on it, and there was a whole bunch that came up that uh, I haven't been able to respond to because I guess I have to get better at handling the refresh button. But I did respond to every one that I saw, and we'll be responding here in just a moment. But when you are anti-nature in the ways that they are anti-nature, you know, the men and women sports and so forth, that, that's a real anti-nature thing. And the tampon dispensers and the boys' high school in Connecticut and the rest of it. I mean, that, that's what, what are we dealing with here with these people on top who are pulling the strings? I, mean, I, I think we're getting the sense, and this is where Russell Brand, who again was deplatformed, demonetized on YouTube, censored and shut down. Tucker Carlson interviewed him there. 
You're getting a handful of these people who are stepping up and they're seeing the darkness and the American people are feeling this darkness and they want to overcome it. They want to get around it. They're using this obstacle at this point. And my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, it's just something that I love to see and I am so gratified to be seeing. Should we go out with something from, from David Mamet, our playwright, one of the greatest playwrights we've ever had in this country? Trump was the best president since Abraham Lincoln. How can I say that? A, I can say that because we have a constitution that allows me to say it. And B, because I got my eyes open, right? He brought peace to the Middle East. Eyes open. He closed the border. He he made us an energy exporter. He had the best uh, rating among African Americans of any president ever. He went into the black communities and said, what do you got to lose? Let's get serious. And the country was was at peace and prosperous in the world. All of a sudden, he gets kicked out, and the world is a mess. But but because the liberals cannot defend their position, their their positions are indefensible, all they can do is indict Trump. He's He's not generating anger. He's talking reason. The love of God, you know, he says, wouldn't you like the government to stop wasting your money on garbage wouldn't you like there to be wouldn't you like to stop you know the intellectuals david mammoth they're joining the crowd they're joining the saddle pal crowd anyway yeah i don't know what's happened at the super bowl but had an update that some people scored and other people scored a little bit less and that's where we are (laughs) saddle pal see you next sunday thanks for being here Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.